What's up, Tan and J-Man Show Nation? This is Tanner Lee, one half of the Tan and J-Man Show. And on behalf of myself and my co-host, Josh, the J-Man Monk, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. While you're at it, on whatever platform you're listening on, please hit that subscribe button. And if it happens to be on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and review. That really helps us out. If you're interested in watching our show, our show is recorded live every Monday from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch that on the ISC Sports Network, on the free ISC Sports Network app, on the ISC Sports Network Facebook page, and their Twitter page. While you're at it, on the social media channels, please give us a like on our Facebook page. Please give us a follow on our Twitter and Instagram page, at Show. And if you want to support our podcast and look great doing so, we have a merchandise store. You can go to any of our social media pages, click the link, click Tan and J-Man Show store, and you'll find whatever you're looking for, short sleeve t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, coffee mugs, you name it, we got it. So thanks again for supporting the podcast. Now sit back, relax, and here comes another exciting brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Hey, hey, it's Monday night. You know what that means. Another brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show, episode 254 to be exact. 254 straight weeks. I'm Tanner Lee. To my right's my co-host, Josh the J-Man Mont. J-Man! What's up, J-Man? What's up? What's going on there, Tito? I had a good sports weekend. Yeah, it's been pretty good for you here uh, uh, so far in September. An ugly win and a a relaxing win against two cruddy teams, but I'll take them. Mm Mm-hmm. But the injuries just keep piling up for both my teams, as I'll talk about in length later. The tan the man curse is very real. It scares me for college basketball season. <laughs> I am terrified uh, as college basketball practice starts tomorrow. Haven't so. had a significant college basketball injury in a while, have you? You can stop that. Robbie Helmel, was he the last one? Isaac Haas in the tournament breaking his elbow. Yeah, that, that didn't help because that team was good enough to pray. I mean, Could've, they might have gotten Texas Tech. Yeah, and then, I mean, all he wants a chance. Was just yeah, one health thing. Yeah, he he used to draw a lot of attention, being seven two or seven three, and could foul people out. So yeah, yeah that that one that one did hurt. So got some birdie bogey for you tonight. Do you actually have something like related to topics we're going to be talking about? NFL. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so last Sunday, Lamar Jackson played in his forty or started his fortieth career game mm-hmm. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He won. 31 of his first 40 career starts in his career, which is tied for second most all time. Three guys have more than him, but they're all tied with 32. Can you name those three guys? Two for a par, all three for a birdie. I think I got one, but I'm going to think on the other two. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC. Fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblegnomellc.com. Get your veggies! That was short and quick. That's <sighs> what I do. What I do. Baseball hitting its final week of the season. Hard to believe it's gone this quick. Even for a Cub fan, to say that. Even for a Cub fan, I've had more enjoyment watching them the past two months than I have the previous four years. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't believe you. Low stress. The least stressed I've been. All right, let's say that. That's fair. Um, that's fair. But yeah, final week of the year. Teams are wrapping up the divisions. Uh, wild card races are still really, really hot right now. Uh, we have uh, three teams have clinched divisions so far. The Milwaukee Brewers have clinched the National League Central. Chicago White Sox and that terrible AL Central have clinched that one. And the Tampa Bay Rays have 97 wins and have clinched the American League East. The NL East is still wide open. The NL West is still wide open. The AL West will be clinched here shortly. The Houston Astros have a five-game lead in the West, so that'll be clinched. However, the um, wild cards, especially in the American League, hot right now. New York Yankees, after that terrible stretch where we thought, okay, they might be done, go on an absolute roll. Fun series over the weekend. And now find themselves in that first wild card spot. Um, a game up on Boston. They're two games up on Toronto. Toronto's one game behind Boston. The Seattle Mariners are only two games out. Not happening, though, for them. I don't think it's happening Even either. Even heartbreak. However, Yankees and Blue Jays play. Yes, they do. Yankees and, I believe, Red Sox play. Again. Um, at the end of the year. Um, end of the week. End of the week. And end, end, end of the yes. season. Yes. Um, but that race is hot. Um, I saw something today, and I don't know if I'll be able to find it. I should have favorited it so I could uh, – Say it. However, 
we could see some major, major um, chaos happen this week. I'm going to try to find it right now. I think I know who retweeted it. Um, let's see here. Um, maybe it wasn't this guy. See some. I actually, I I think it was Jeff Passan who tweeted it. So I'm going to go who on this. Jeff Passan. Oh, okay. Passan. I, I don't know how to pronounce okay. his last name. Um, could see some major, <laughs> major. Um, so if the Blue Jays take two of three from the Yankees and sweep the Orioles uh, this upcoming weekend, the Yankees take two of three from the Rays, and the Red Sox win four of six against Baltimore. So the Yankees and Red Sox do not play. Take that wow. um, and the Red Sox win four of six games against Baltimore and Washington. There will be a three-way tie for two wildcard spots. Here is how it would work. In the case of a three-way tie for two spots, the tiebreakers go like this. Club A hosts Club B in the first game, and the winner gets the first AL wildcard spot. The loser then travels to Club C for the second game, and the winner gets the second AL wildcard spot. Uh, because they won their se- season series against both teams, the Red Sox get first tiebreaker pick. Toronto beat New York, so it would choose second. Presumably, Boston would be Club A, which gets a home game and two cracks at winning. Uh, what would Toronto do with the second pick? On one hand, you'd rather have two bites at the apple. This is way too long, and I've already kind of lost interest, to be honest, in this, uh, in this scenario. But I hope it happens. In this entire scenario, there's also one more possibility. The Mariners sweep the A's and the Angels finish 97-70. and 70. Two, giving us a four-way tie and two head-to-head matchups. Not quite as chaotic, but still pretty great. Um, unfortunately, a five-way tie will not happen. You lost me at uh, yeah, I, I, club. I, I, I lost myself. <laughs> but I'm always rooting for chaos in these situations. Chaos is great for me unless it happens to my team and it's not great at all. Um, so I think a three-way tie for that final wild-card spot in the American League uh, would do baseball some good. Now, in the National League, the Cardinals have won 16 straight games. 16 straight. 16 straight games. They are games. on fire. They are in fuego. They are on fuego. Their magic number for a playoff spot is one. Uh, they have <laughs> their six games up on both Philadelphia, and I think they're five and a half up on um, Cincinnati now. Cincinnati won today. Cincinnati. Uh, but Cardinals are going to get that last playoff spot unless something goes terribly wrong for them and the other two teams don't lose. That's essentially the only way it can happen. St. Louis has to lose out. And Cincinnati has to win out in order for them to get in. Uh, Philadelphia still has a shot at the NL East. They're two and a half games back, though. Um, but anything can happen this week. I'm going to see if Atlanta and Philadelphia play each other. Um, ooh, they have three games starting here on Tuesday. So if the Phillies sweep that, they will be a half game up on Atlanta. Um, so that race is really heating up. However, I think the Braves will ultimately win, win that one. It's in Atlanta. Um, I believe. And um, you look at the ALS or NLS, San Francisco Giants are 102 and 54. Dodgers are 156. So we will have a wild card team that has won over 100 games. There will be a wild card team that right now, if the wild card, if everything holds true to what the uh, standings look like, the Dodgers will be in a wild card game, even though they will have finished the season 16 and a half games up on Atlanta, who won their division. Um, <laughs> it almost feels like they need to reseed it at yeah, that point. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's not fair to a team that won over a hundred games have to play in a one game crap shoot of a, uh, of a playoff game. But I think, uh, this will actually, you know what? This will be the J man's book of prediction. Wow, of the, the earliest week. book we've had in months. Get it out of the way. I think the final two wildcard teams in the American league will be the Boston Red Sox and the Toronto Blue Jays. Just I don't to, like you. Uh, you know what? I'm helping you out by booking it. Let's be honest. Um, J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watching for life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. Travis.watching at infb.com. You don't have to fly through that read, especially since you're doing it eight minutes into the show. It's like we have yeah, 30 I'm, seconds left. I'm, I'm so used to it are. being uh, at the end of the show that I flew through it. But get yeah. your insurance from Travis, who's also selling insurance in Ohio now. Um so get so get get your insurance. Um, his Cincinnati Reds have really choked down the stretch. I know uh, the St. Louis Cardinals have gotten incredibly hot, but sure. the Reds had the easiest schedule in baseball. They've lost series to the Pirates, two to the Cubs, one to the Tigers, one to the Marlins. Um, Everything was lined up for them. Lined up perfectly for them, and even 
I mean, they had a very good opportunity to stay in it, even with the Cardinals getting so hot. The Reds just did what they do best, and that's lose games. Yep. You hate to see it. Yep. But that's the final week of baseball. Yeah. um, Sean Triver, a good friend of my dad and myself, and an avid listener or a viewer, I should say, of the Tina J-Man show. Uh, He texted my dad and I last night with some MLB notes. He said, in his opinion, here's the award races. AL MVP thinks Otani's got it wrapped up. He thinks Vlad Guerrero had to win the Triple Crown to have a chance. Sure. He said, tip of the hat to KC catcher Salvador Perez, who should finish third. Um, So, for Shohei Otani, I don't think it should be – it should be unanimous. I don't even think it should be a question. I mean, we saw a dude put up 40-plus homers, and he's pitching like an absolute ace. Yep. Um, in my MLB preview, which I'm bringing up real quick, I had the NL MVP, um, Fernando Tatis, AL MVP, I had Mike Trout, but my two sleepers were Vlad Jr. and Shohei Otani, and that's probably going to be the two guys. There you go. uh, Finish one, two. In the National League, it could be interesting. It could be Bryce Harper. Yeah, he said here for the National League, he thinks Tatis has it locked up, but if Harper has an awesome last week and lifts the Phillies into the playoffs, it could get a little interesting. He said also, still he'd say 97% to tease. Also, Juan Soto has been insane in the second half, uh, which he could be making a late charge to that uh, National League MVP. As far as A.L. Cyan, he sees it being a two-person race between Garrett Cole and Robbie Ray. Yeah, Robbie Ray's Toronto. leading the uh, American League in ERA. And A.L. Rookie of the Year, I can't pronounce these guys' names, Tampa's Randy. The Rosarena. Yeah, has this wrapped up, although a tip of the hat to Baltimore's Ryan. Uh, Mount Castle. Mount Castle. Yep. And for the NL awards, like I said, he for the I did the MVP for the Scion. He says a Dodgers pitcher should win this, but it won't be Scherzer, Bueller, or Kershaw. I would vote for Julio Urias. Urias. He is nineteen and three, three point oh one ERA with one hundred eighty eight strikeouts. If Bueller or Scherzer win, that would be okay too. Yeah. Rookie of the year, Marlins pitcher Trevor Rogers, absolutely was the leader until late July, but he missed six weeks. That opened the door for Cincinnati second baseman Jonathan India. I I would still give so it to Rogers. I would still give it to Rogers just because he doesn't play for the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> um, I bet the Reds are glad you're but, not on the committee. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jonathan India is really good though. Unfortunately, it really I hate it. I'm embarrassed to say I haven't heard heard of a lot of those guys we just mentioned. So that's all right. It's typical Tanner baseball knowledge, but <laughs> it was fun watching the Yankees over the weekend. Giancarlo Stanton. 10 RBIs in the series at Fenway over the weekend. Joe West has announced his retirement. Country Joe. That was his last game ever umped in Boston, unless he gets a playoff series. I don't know. Uh, he shouldn't. He's been a terrible ump you know, forever. I, I bet Tampa's rooting for New York to win the wild card because I think Tampa, Tampa's beat the brakes off New York this year. So, yeah. I don't think they really care. Yeah, probably not. They're they, pretty either way. This is the year for Tampa Bay to get it done, though. Team, no one's even talking about people don't show up to their games the houston astros no You're one's right. talking about the houston astros they're probably going to go just and win think it. if tampa wins this they want hockey they want football yeah when baseball tampa's the epicenter of sports, sports in america crazy as long as not the cardinals or brewers or white Sox, they'll be okay <laughs> that's bad with three of those teams that you really don't like in it the pro- I, like i don't mind them being in it i just don't want them to win it I'm used to the Cardinals being in it. You would rather it be any of those three than the Cincinnati Reds. Absolutely. No one needs to see the Cincinnati Reds in the World Series. Yeah. Um, anyway. Can you imagine? I would hate it. Can you it, imagine? I can't imagine, and I don't like thinking about it. <laughs> that would be really bad for you. Like, it would be the worst. I would, would have to throw be, my phone in the Mississippi River. That's what be, I would do. It would probably be the worst like week or two sports-wise of your life. The Colts-Bears Super Bowl is really bad for yeah. me. Um, but other than that, I can't think of a scenario where it would have been worse. A, uh, we all know Notre Dame was going to get smoked by Alabama back yeah, in 2012. Yeah. A, uh, somehow a, <laughs> a uh, Purdue-Iowa uh, Final Four national championship game would be bad. Throw in Indiana in, in that Final Four. In, in, in Indiana-Iowa would be bad. Indiana-Purdue would be bad. Uh, Northwestern, God forbid that ever happens. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> um, I've, I've seen some, I'm so used to my teams losing and my friend's teams being good. So I'm kind of numb to it at this point. I still don't like it, but uh, it is what it is. Yep. Moving on to football, football. big 10. Yep. We had some games over the weekend. We did. Tell you. We did. 
Wisconsin getting shellacked by Notre Dame in they the fourth were quarter. Up early in the yeah. fourth on Notre Dame, and then when you let a special teams give up special teams touchdown, and Graham Mertz throws back to back pick sixes, that doesn't help. Graham Mertz is a bottom two quarterback in the Big Ten. I can't. Uh, Brandon Peters might be the only other one that's Man, worse. They uh, loved him after Week One last year. I mean, he was the talk of the college football country. Lovey, Lovey Smith's rush. defense gets I mean, quarterbacks. They, they, they liked him enough. Time. They gave up on uh, Jack Cohen. Jack, Jack Cohen's not very good either. No, but maybe Wisconsin's legitimately just not very good. Well, I mean they uh, they've lost two games already mm-hmm. uh, to Penn State and Notre Dame, which are two good teams. Don't get me wrong. But this week uh, they are um, hosting Michigan. I mean, I think they lose. They this lose one. this. Yeah, they might be out for the West already. The West I see is, Iowa losing too many games. The West is bad. It is bad. Like, it's year. it's not good at all. Even Iowa ranked fifth. They can't score points. Their, their, defense their defense is elite, but points. their offense cannot score points. They're like terrible said, offensively. So, you know, in the last few years, I thought the West was – they weren't going to have the elite teams like the East, but they're moving up. Like, the bottom was always sure. tougher. This year, it's taking a step back. Northwestern's bad. Lost to Duke. Yep. Uh, Minnesota lost to – Bowling Green. Bowling Green. I still think they're um, talented, but yeah. It was Nebraska bad. lost to Illinois. Illinois is losing to everyone else. <laughs> Nebraska should have beat Michigan State over the weekend. Uh, they're they starting probably to play should've. better. They're and, starting to play better. And Illinois really should have won the past two as well, yep. and they kind of choked it away at the end. Um, and then you have Purdue at 3-1. and one. And they're just banged up. It's wide open, though. Yeah, it is wide, wide open. open. I, mean, I think Iowa would still be the team to beat. Yes. Um, but I just – I don't trust their offense or yep. uh, Petrus enough to uh, – You watch out up. for Michigan, man. I'm telling yeah, they're you, pretty good. this might be the year they get Ohio State. That they actually score. Yeah, I don't think Ohio State's as good as they have been. Definitely not as good I as mean, they have been. It might be the year. Penn State, though, I mean, they're up to number four in the nation. It might be the year for – They're pretty good. They might be the Big Ten's best hope to yeah, make um, the playoff. Because I think Iowa's got to run the table and win the Big Ten championship to get in. I agree. I agree. Um, Even at ranked, ranked at number five right now. Yeah. I, I would say they have to because uh, – I've. I don't know who they play the rest of the year if they have Ohio State or they don't any of the big Eastern schools. They, uh, um, yeah, they've already beaten Indiana, who is projected to be pretty good, and they're not looking very good so far. They beat Indiana, uh, uh, Iowa State, but Iowa State lost to uh, Baylor. Yeah, Iowa State's arguably the most disappointing team mm-hmm. in college football. Some of the, some of the attract traction wearing off Campbell up there a little bit. Yeah, I mean it's it's. Kind of reminds me a little of David Shaw at Stanford. Maybe he should yeah. have taken the NFL job when he had the chance because yeah. it might be closing on him already. Yeah, one guy outside of Big Ten country that could even take another step towards a lot of college uh, opening eyes is Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. Yeah. Big big weekend for him against the Irish Huge. this upcoming weekend. Facing his former number, defensive coordinator. Yep, Marcus Freeman. That's number seven, Cincinnati. Number nine, Notre Dame. That's a big mm-hmm. one. Huge. That's yeah. a big one. Because uh, there could be some eyes out in Southern California watching that game. Absolutely, absolutely. I still think uh, James Franklin is their number one choice. Urban Meyer. Yeah, well, I'm sticking with that I'm one. I'm sticking too. with Urban State in NFL. Yeah, I'll probably look know. dumb, but we'll see. Sticking with that one, but I got some Big Ten power rankings to Let's go over it. before we predict the games. <laughs> like always, starting in the cellar of the Big Ten. The cellar hadn't changed. It almost changed, but it didn't change. Got the line I had them 14th yeah. last week. I'm 14th this week. Um. They they had every opportunity to beat Maryland, Absolutely. and they punted it away. Every yep. opportunity to beat Purdue, yep. and they punted away on yep. fourth and their two. Their punter's their best player. Uh, he's a fantastic Haynes punter. He's a really good punter, and um, the kicker's good, too. Their freshman running back, Josh McCray, he's, he's, he's got promise. looks like a Bielema running back, a big, yeah. bruising runner, and he had a great game. He only played 32 snaps, and he had 24 carries. Um, I know you got to give him a rest, but he needs to be in there. And, not. And I know these aren't Bielema's guys, but – Man, he's got a dinosaur of an offense. Well, I think it has a lot to do with the quarterback, Brandon Peters. Um, put in the, the other guy back Well, they, they need to, and they, hey. they're sticking with Peters. It, it should be a Sikowski because yeah. he, I mean, he's thrown six touchdowns to one interception. Peters hasn't thrown a single touchdown. He's only completing 48% of his passes. Um, they got Tony Peterson from App State, and Appalachian State fans were rejoicing when he took the <laughs> Illinois job, so that kind of tells you something. Uh, number 13 got the same team I had last week. That's Northwestern. Uh, they did get an easy win over Ohio, but still not believers in them. No, not They're at pretty all. disappointing. 
Number 12, I had this team at number 10 last week. That's the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Mm -hmm. Have to slide them down a little bit. They were 31-point favorites to Bowling Green, a team that had not won a game last year, came into this game one and two, I believe. Terrible loss. And I know Tanner Morgan was without his top target, but he didn't even pass for 100 yards through multiple picks to Bowling Green. It was one of those games you see the halftime score, like, okay, Bowling Green's winning, but Minnesota's going to come back and beat them pretty Mm -hmm. easily. Kept checking score. Nope, nope, nope. And then Bowling Green wins. So, yeah, not good for P.J. Fleck there. That shine might be uh, dimming a little bit as well. I think you're right. Number 11, I had this team at number 8 last week. That's Wisconsin Badgers. I mean, uh, I know they've lost to good teams, Penn State and Notre Dame. and But uh, when you're winning in the fourth quarter, then you get beat 41-13. And like you said, Graham Mertz just not looking Terrible. good. He's throwing uh, one touchdown I this think, year. I think some Badger fans are a little unpleased with Paul Chris right mm-hmm. now. Number 10, I have this team moving up two spots from 12, even in a loss. That's the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Mm-hmm. They fought hard at Michigan State, lost in overtime, and that's two weeks in a row. They've yeah. uh, played ranked teams down to the wire. So maybe they're finding something to click, but they got to get over that hump. Have to get a win. The, the, losses, this week. the losses are racking up. Mm-hmm. Number nine, I had this team moving up from number 11. That's Indiana Hoosiers. Um they, they won a trap game, what I call a trap game. When, on the road at um, Western Kentucky. At Western Kentucky, a team that was one-on-one. Western Kentucky throws the ball over the field. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. actually finally had a really good game. They needed it because it was going to be whoever could win the shootout pretty much. Um, so they got away with one there, which they need to do. I mean, because that would have put them at one and three. They would have yeah. been maybe in trouble to make a bowl at that point. Mm-hmm. Number eight, I have this team moving up from one slot from number nine. That's Purdue. Um, they are three and one. They haven't beat the greatest teams, even though Oregon State. It was nice to see them blow out USC. USC I know yeah. USC is not that good, but or but they're always talented at least. Um, but Purdue's injuries are racking up. I, I think they'll make a quarterback switch to Aiden O'Connell this week. David Bell don't know if he's going to play. Uh, not only Xander Horvath number one running back out, but King Daru number two running back could be out for the year. They lost their tight end Payne Durham possibly this week. Branson Dean, a, a defense lineman. I can just go on and on. It's just I I could name put it this way. I can name produce ten best players. At least five of them are out right now. So it it hurts when a, your team's not very deep. Yeah. So we'll see if they can somehow get past Minnesota this week before and one going to the bye week. I'm going to be extremely happy. Absolutely. I mean, they would be almost to that six win mark mm-hmm. was. All I want. They needed to find a way to beat Illinois in order to get it to a bowl, and uh, yeah. they, they found a way. At the start of the year, I said they need to be 3-1 and at the worst after mm. four, and they're 3-1. and one. So they've done what I said they needed to do. Number seven, didn't move at all for me from last week. The Rutgers played tough against yeah. Michigan, lost by a touchdown. Yeah. I think Shiano's got to get this team to a bowl. Um, it's really impressive what he's done this quickly over in the Piscataway. Number six, I got the Maryland Terrapins. They were number six last week. Um Talk about teams almost bowl eligible. Yeah, two more wins. Four W's. Uh, I had them winning, I believe, two games. So that tells you how much I know. Number five, no movement. Ohio State Buckeyes, they killed Akron like they should. Um, now we're getting in the Big Ten play. It'll be interesting to see if somebody else can get them. Mm-hmm. I think somebody else will get them. Number four, I actually had this team drop in the spot, and I kind of feel bad about it. It's Michigan State. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they win an overtime game. They're undefeated. They're ranked in the top 20. I have them mm-hmm. fourth. But I think these other three teams are just better. So, uh, But Mel Tucker's doing a good job. It's another team I thought was going to be absolute garbage, and they're proving me wrong. Number three, had this team moving up one spot from number four. That's Michigan Wolverines. Like I said, Harbaugh's team's got it this year, it looks like. Um, I mean, a long ways to go, but I think they'll win this weekend. The competition hasn't been great for them no. either so far. I mean, they thought Washington was going to be a good opponent, and they've just been awful uh, this year. But, yep. uh, yeah, they, they're actually scoring points. They're running the ball really, really well. I wish I had these two flip-flop, but I don't. The more I think about it, I should have, but I didn't. Number two is Penn State. I had them number two last week. They're number fourth in the country. But um, I don't know why I have them number two. They're really good, <laughs> uh, and, and, and they did beat Auburn which I would say is a better win than any of the wins Iowa has. But uh, I got the Hawkeyes still number one. Elite defense. Great uh, defense. Petrus and the offense, the, they do need to kind of get out of their funk and score some more points because I think it's going to bite them here sooner or later in mm-hmm. Big Ten play. Speaking of Iowa, they travel to Maryland Friday night on Fox Sports 1. Another Friday night game for Maryland. Who you got? Yeah, they like those Friday nights. I think this will be a good one, but I got the Hawkeyes and for five confident points. I'm taking the upset. Um, I just I don't know if Iowa will be able to score enough points. Yeah, that's a valid point. I think Talia, Talia, is that his name? Tungle Vailoa, Tua's little brother, uh, has been the best quarterback in the Big Ten so far. 
Um, give me Maryland for one. Maryland wins this. They're ranked. Absolutely. They'd have to be. Um, Charlotte travels to the Illini. Illini, 11-point favorites. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about Charlotte. I know Illinois. They beat struck. Duke. I know everybody beats Duke. Yeah, except Northwestern. That's right. <laughs> uh, I know Illinois has been struggling, but give me a line for seven. I have Illinois for four. Uh, you can get in the door tickets as low as three dollars. Reminds me of Daryl Hazel there, ninety-nine cent uh, tickets. I think this uh, has potential to be Illinois' last victory. Although I think they can give get Minnesota or Northwestern. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've played tough the past two especially weeks, especially if one of those two teams is having a down year already. Yeah, especially Northwestern up. if mm-hmm. it's the last week of the season. Yeah. Um, I mean, Illinois played tough, and their defense is like really good against two good offenses. Of course, Purdue is banged up, um, but their defense has looked a lot better uh, recently than it did at all under Lovey. So maybe, maybe they found a spark there. Have to find a way to win one eventually, though. Michigan at Wisconsin. Michigan is a one-point favorite. Yeah, I think this will be a good game. Uh, Camp Randall's a tough place to play. Wisconsin's mm-hmm. kind of got their backs up against the wall. Let's see if they come out swinging. I think they will, but I think Michigan prevails. Uh, give me the Wolverines for three. I have Michigan for two. Uh, this is Michigan's first real big test, yep. road test. I mean, like we said, Wisconsin um, loses his games. Three losses already. One and three, yeah. And we're not even – well, we will be in October. And 0-2 in, in the Big Ten. We by Saturday. 0-2 in the Big Ten. Minnesota at Purdue. Purdue two-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, this game scares me. Like I said, don't know who's going to be suiting up for Purdue. I assume Aiden O'Connell is going to be start, starting like he should, especially if you're going to be one-dimensional. you got to put your more accurate passer in there, and the guy who's not afraid to let it go. Um, P.J. Flex had Purdue's number. He's 3-1 and one against Jeff Brom. I know this is one coach Jeff Brom would really like to beat. Uh, my heart's telling me Purdue, but that's only for a point. I have Purdue for three. Uh, I think it'll be a very close game. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> uh, if uh, I mean Minnesota coming off the bad loss, they're gonna be angry. They're they're gonna be angry, and they should be angry because that was awful. Tanner Morgan's an absolute Purdue killer. I think he's in the three games he's played, three and zero. He's put up I think seven hundred ninety nine yards, five touchdowns, one pick. Um, but he doesn't have the elite receivers he used to say, have around him. Rashad Bateman ain't walking. And that who door. was the other guy the year before that made the Tyler pros? Johnson? Yep. Yep. Ohio State at Rutgers. Ruck, uh, Ohio State's 15-and-a-half point Yeah, Shiano going against the team ESPD coordinator at. Um, I, I'm looking forward to this one. I think it'll be a competitive game. Like Rutgers, a game Michigan, competitive game. But I think Ohio State, at the, in the end, flexes their muscles. Give me the Buckeyes for four. I've uh, Ohio State for seven. Oh. Uh, I think they get it done fairly handily. Uh, IU travels to Penn State. Penn State is 10-and-a-half point favorites. Yeah, I didn't realize. I knew this was a night game. I didn't realize it was ABC until today. Um, I think I mean, this would be by far the toughest environment I used played. At, yeah, I mean they played at Iowa, I guess, but night game in Happy Valley is a little different. Even though Kinnick at night gets rocking too. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna shut up. I'm backtracking on what I said, but <laughs> give me uh, Penn State for eight. I've Penn State for six. Uh, I just don't think IU will be able to score enough points. Western Kentucky travels to Michigan State. Michigan State's 10.5-point favorites. Uh, yeah, I uh, I enjoyed watching Western Kentucky sling the ball the other night. It kind of made me sad. I'm like, I remember when, when Purdue's offense was like this, when they got the staff from Western Kentucky, and now they're not so much like that anymore. But uh, uh, give me Michigan State. I got them for six. I have Michigan State for eight. Uh, this could be a sort of trap game as well, just coming off a uh, win against Nebraska. Uh, but I think Michigan State is locked in and uh, gets her done. Yeah, it could definitely be a trap game, though. Northwestern at Nebraska. Nebraska, 10.5-point favorites. Yeah, that's wild, isn't it? Uh, but give me Nebraska, mm-hmm. but for two points. I have Nebraska for five. I just Northwestern is not good. Nebraska's played pretty well the past two weeks, even though they've lost. Yeah, if, if, if Nebraska loses this one, the, yep. the seats burn and could Scott be ugly. Yeah. Moving on to the top 25 games. Number eight, Arkansas Pick travels suey. to Athens, Georgia to face. It's, this uh, is game day. Is it game day? It so it's, game a, day. it's a nooner on ESPN, too. Yep. Uh, Georgia's 18 and a half point favorites. They're arguably uh, a top two team in the country because they're ranked second. Yeah, they're right there with Alabama. Mm, this absolutely. could this guy could be the national championship game, which was a classic last time we got it. Uh, give me Georgia. I think Georgia, and I think they cover. Although Arkansas continues to surprise me. Oh yeah, Sam Pittman, man, I thought that was a bad hire, but he's familiar with Georgia. Yeah, came from Georgia. Yeah. He's offensive line coach there. So three and one, Louisville traveled to number twenty four, Wake Forest. Yeah, the two surprise teams in the ACC got yeah. undefeated. Wake Forest undefeated Boston College. Who would have yeah. thought that? Boston College. Everybody thought Clemson, North Carolina, Miami. Mm-hmm. 
Wake Forest and Boston College. Uh, give me the Demon Deacons. Wake is six and a half point favorites. I agree. I think cover. I agree. Cincinnati travels to South Damn. Bend, Indiana, Notre Dame, Indiana. Sorry, uh, to South face uh, <laughs> to face Notre Dame. Cincinnati is two and a half point favorites. Uh, Notre Dame's schedule eases up a lot after mm-hmm. this game. I feel like. Um, I want to take Cincinnati, but I don't think they get it done. I think Notre Dame squeaks out a close one. I agree. Um, now, will Jack Cohn play is the question. I have, I'm have. i a very – They uh, went with the third string kid, and he didn't do it too bad. Non-Jack Cohn fan. Um, I don't think he's very good, but I are, think they need him. Should we start preparing ourselves for Notre Dame in the playoff again? Again, and they're going to get shellacked once again. And the whole sort of story is going to be the exact same as it has been in a few years. Let somebody else get in because they just – they can't handle the Alabamas of the world. Well, not many people can – but they uh, won't have to face Clemson this year, right? Clemson is out after losing in overtime to NC State. But you know, Jack, um, Jack Kelly, <laughs> Brian <laughs> Kelly is Notre Dame's all time winning. He's head coach now after getting the win over the weekend. But he said he knows his legacy has got to be uh, dependent on if he can win the national championship yeah. in Notre Dame. I don't think it'll ever happen. Nobody's either. done it since '88. Number 12, Ole Miss travels to Tuscaloosa to face Bama. Yeah, Lane Kevin's got the boys playing well, but it's Alabama. Alabama wins. Yeah, Alabama's 14.5-point favorite. I think they cover. Uh, Bryce Young, probably early Heisman leader, I'd imagine. I, I know this kid's not going to watch or win it, but watch the quarterback from Fresno State. He's putting up some numbers, and they're ranked, and they're pretty good. Hmm. I, I, dark horse. No, he probably doesn't play good enough teams. Number three, Oregon mm-hmm. travels to Stanford. I like this Oregon team. Mm-hmm. Um, Stanford can be, a, can be a tough place to play. David Shaw's a good coach. They're two and two. Uh, but give me the Ducks. Give me Oregon as well. Oklahoma travels to three and one Kansas State. Oklahoma needs to wake up. Um, yeah, they're they, winning games. They survived but... Western West Virginia mm-hmm. in Nebraska. Uh, Kansas State got beat by Oklahoma State over the weekend, knocked them out of the rankings. Oklahoma's got to be careful. They got to wake up, or they're going to get beat this week. But I believe Lincoln Riley gets Spencer Adler ready to go, and they mm-hmm. pull it out. Yeah, I hate agreeing with you, but I'm going to have to agree with you again. Um, I'm a smart man, Jay. Man. Could see Kansas State pulling this upset, though. Yeah. This is a very good matchup. Three and one, number 10, Florida travels to Lexington to face four and oh. Kentucky. Who have they played? Please, I, I honestly want to know. I have no, I have no idea, idea but they if they're like... four and oh and they're in the SEC, I'd figure they'd be ranked ninth and they're not ranked at all. They've played Louisiana Monroe, uh, Missouri, uh, UT Chattanooga. They beat UT Chattanooga by five, and then they beat South Carolina by six. Yeah, Give me Florida. Florida rolls. <laughs> I, I had every. Uh, Gonna go the upset. I was gonna go the upset until I saw who they'd play. That's why I want to see. I'm like, that's cupcake schedule. Give me Florida. I think Florida's really good. Number 21, Baylor heads to number 19, Oklahoma yeah, that State. Was the first time Baylor's knocked off a rank opponent in the last 16 tries. Uh, Gundy got the boys going against Kansas State. Stillwater's a tough place to play. This will be a shootout. This will be a no defense, fun Big 12 game to yes, watch. 66 60. Yep. Give me the Cowboys. Oklahoma State three and a half point fair. I'm different. I'm going Baylor on the road. Uh, gets many upset. I mean, it's on the road. I guess it's a pretty big upset. Boston Clemson somehow still ranked 25th. Boston College has to travel there four and zero. It's the first time Clemson's fell out of the top ten in ages. Boston College undefeated, but they're going to have a. It's a tough road game. Clemson's not going to be happy. Give me the Tigers. Clemson sixteen point favorites. I think Boston College covers that, but give me the Tigers. I don't know if Clemson has 16 points in them ever. This offense <laughs> is atrocious. It I is. think Clemson wins something like 13 to 10. And Boston College is with their backup quarterback. They lost their starter earlier this year for Ooh, the season. That Notre Dame transfer from a couple of years ago had a really tough name to pronounce. Oh, yeah. Number 22, Auburn travels to Death Valley. Uh, Tigers are going to win this game. Uh-huh. Oh, LSU is three and a half that, point that favorite. joke's getting old. It's played out. Uh, Bo Nicks. Five and eight all time in road yep. row slash neutral games continues. He drops to five and nine. LSU gets it done. I think Auburn uh, wins in an upset. Coach O will be on the hot seat if that happens big time. This is a good one here. Three and one Arizona State travels to the Rose Bowl to face number twenty UCLA. Two former NFL head coaches here: Herm Edwards, Chip Kelly. You play to win the game, and I don't know. Chip Kelly never said anything that famous. So, uh, give me the give me the chips. Give me the Bruins. Chip Kelly and the, and the boys get there. Arizona State in an upset. Uh, Fresno State travels to Hawaii real quick. And I like this Fresno State team. Give me Fresno. Fresno State's quarterback has almost two thousand. Yards passing in 15 He's touchdowns. put up a lot of numbers. So but. far, but uh, yeah, give me uh, give me Fresno State. Uh, 
Got anything else as far as uh, college football? You have word association for college football? I do. Or, I do. Okay. Thank you. Yes, I got word association for college football. Uh, and sticking with the Big Ten, we've been on the Big Ten theme mm-hmm. a lot with word associations, but these are kind of fun. Um, so I went with past quarterbacks for Ooh, each school. I like that. All of them. Some like of them are it. years ago. Some of them are more recent. I but like it. No, no uh, active ones. I went alphabetical order, starting with your Illini. But they were your, your they were they were when this guy played Nathan Shieldhouse. Nathan Shieldhouse, he's arguably been their best quarterback since two thousand. No say. juice. Uh, he was better. I think Shieldhouse okay. was a better thrower than Juice. Anyway, um, he is now on Matt Campbell's staff at Iowa State. Lovey refused to hire him, and now Shieldhouse is working his <laughs> way up, and he's become one of their best recruiters. Yeah, Lovey. Yep. Iowa Hawkeyes Drew Tate. Oh, the bomb uh, against LSU. Mm-hmm. I, think that, I think that was Saban's last game at LSU. I think you're right. Capital um, Wumble. Yeah, my, I think my uncle was there. Indiana Hoosiers, Ben Chapel. Oh, I remember Chapel. Uh, first thing that comes to mind, terrible teams he was on. Yeah, I, I found this cool website that ranks, and fans can vote. It ranks the quarterbacks. He was ranked, and he has fourth best quarterback ever. They're from 07 to 10. He could sling it. Those teams yeah. were bad, though, like 1 and 11 kind yeah. of bad. Uh, Maryland. I struggled, so I went with a guy you've heard of, old quarterback, Boomer Esiason. Oh, my, I hate him. Uh, I hate him. <laughs> I don't like him either. CBS is the first word that kind of comes to mind. Because besides that, I could not. I was like, I, I didn't know he went to Maryland. Maryland quarterback. Yeah, I didn't know he went to Maryland. Michigan, you should be able to uh, guess which one I gave you here. Chad Henney. Oh, man. Uh, Mr. Interception. <laughs> He just reminds me of Lloyd Carr right away. Lloyd Carr's quarterback for yep. like four years. That classic number one Ohio State against number two Michigan. Yep. Well, 42-39 or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Michigan State, Connor Cook. Man, um, overhyped. Uh, he had that. His I think his first career start was against Illinois, kind of like Graham Mertz, and he goes 14 for 15 uh, with a couple touchdowns. I was at that game. Um, he, he was a guy that got worse as his career went on. They had so many quarterbacks alike, like Hoyer. Connor Cook, Cousins. Drew Stanton back in the day, yeah. Kirk Cousins, like all in a row, like yeah. four in a row. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers, Tony Dungy. Oh, man. Um, first thing that comes to mind, uh, Tampa 2. Wasn't yep. he the one that kind of yep. him and him and Lovey kind of teamed together, yep. wasn't it? Yep. Or was it Lovey? Yeah, Lovey was the Lo- coordinator Lo- down in Tampa. Lovey was in Los Angeles or uh, St. Louis. I thought he was at Tampa, too, for a little bit. He was a head coach at Tampa. Oh, that's right. Yeah. forgot about that. Man, that guy's been everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Nebraska, Eric Crouch. Oh, man, Heisman. Yep. Yep. Tried him out at defensive back in the NFL. Didn't go well. And he Uh, was ranked, like, third best quarterback in school history. He was good. Like, he he was more of a running back uh, option type. He went undrafted, and the Packers tried to make him, and the Rams, I believe, both tried to make him wide receiver, and it didn't I wonder if his style of quarterback would work in college football now that he couldn't really throw that well. Northwestern, Trevor Simeon. Oh, man. Um, Team Money Wiggle. I knew that was coming. (laughs) I almost Uh, said it myself. Team Money Wiggle. I don't think he's in the league anymore. Oh no, he. I think I, he was on the Titans in the offseason. I remember cut. him shattering his leg against uh, or with when he played for the Jets. Yeah, um, he he wasn't a bad backup. Denver tried to rely on him to start, and yeah. that just didn't. He, he had went like four well. weeks. He looked really, really good. Yeah. It went as well as we thought it would. Yeah. And I think we were both. We would. You would have definitely been there. But I'm pretty sure I was at the Purdue Northwestern game when he blew out his so ACL. ACL. Yeah, yeah, 2014. That was the Northwestern win. That was yeah. Dale Hazel special. <laughs> Ohio State, Terrell Pryor. Um, Terrell Pryor. <laughs> Tattoo. Yes, I almost went with Braxton Miller, but I thought Pryor would be more fun there. Braxton Miller was a bust in the NFL, wasn't he? Oh, they switched to my wife, Sierra. Yep. Ohio State, too. Uh, Penn State, Jason Campbell. I thought Jason Campbell went to Auburn. He did. <laughs> Why did I think it went to Pitt State? Were, were you thinking Michael Robinson or? Like, yeah, no, I screwed up. Wow, that is bad. Uh, uh, let me think of a Pitt State quarterback off the top of my head. I can't think of a Pitt State quarterback. Uh, Matt McGloin. Matt Redhead. Jason, good one, Tanner. Jason Campbell. Why did Campbell. I think he went I don't to Pitt think State? He went to Pitt State. You're right. Auburn, blue and white. I got it confused in my head. Didn't even Google it or anything. Purdue Boilermakers, Caleb Turbush. Oh, man. Um, oh, Turbo. Pick six. 
Notre Dame. Notre about, Dame. One yeah. pick six, but it was a bad interception. Oh, he, he didn't throw a pick no, six. No, they scored two plays the, later. Michael Floyd over, the, over the top. The, the sad thing was you knew exactly what I was talking about. First play of the game. <laughs> 10 11. Place is rocking. He underthrows yeah. Gabe Holmes by like 20 yards. Uh, Rutgers. Ray Lucas. Former Dolphin. That's why I in, put it in, in there. Jet. Yeah, him and him and Fiedler were would kind of like trade uh, trade games, it felt like. That was another one. I'm like, I don't know Rutgers quarterbacks. Oh. Wisconsin, you could really take your pick. But I went Scott Tolzing. Oh, man. Peyton's back up. Wasn't he Peyton's back up? Jim Sorge. Jim Sorge. Tolzing actually played yeah. for the Colts a few years That's ago. Right. That's right. They they all look the same, they too. Do. That's they why I get the them. They style. all run together. They had, uh, who was that guy? Um, he was like a walk-on. Joel Stave. Yep. He was terrible. I mean, I could have went with Russell Wilson, but that wouldn't have been fun. No. And I, I still yeah. say he's more of a, a NC State guy, even though he had more success yeah. in Wisconsin. That was a good so. list. Word Association segment, like it is every week, is brought to you by Rhett Lee, Attorney at Law. Rhett Lee and the Law Office of Andrew Aki, LLC, are located at 206 4th Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rhett provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, give Red a call today to schedule a free consultation at 574-722-2221. Three winners, three losers in the NFL this week. What's one of your winners? One of my winners, Jason Tucker. Yeah. Justin Tucker. Justin <laughs> Oh, dude, it's bad, man. I've, I've, like, I've, I think I think I was so name. confident, Justin. I didn't even write it down because I wrote down special teams. Justin Tucker. When when you said Jason, I'm like you okay. nodded. And then I'm like, like, yeah, that's not right. Like I because it didn't sound right in my no. brain, but like maybe it's just my brain on this Monday night. Jason but it, Campbell went to Penn State. It, it was Tanner's brain on this Monday night. Jason Tucker <laughs> kicks for the Ravens. Justin yep. Tucker yep. longest. Field goal in NFL history, 66 yards to beat the Lions. Could you imagine if he was in Denver? That would have been 75. I knew he could hit 60. I didn't yeah. know he had 66, 66 in him. The He's the bar. best kicker I've ever seen in ever. NFL. Ever. Not even close. Doesn't He's, miss. He's more. He did miss one yesterday. I mean, but. Adam Vinatieri hit those huge ones sure. in the Super Bowl. Um, Justin Tucker is by far the most clutch kicker in NFL history. Can you imagine being Lions fan today? Thinking you had the game. That's just something that would happen to the Lions. You know, we make fun of a lot of fan bases. Being a Lions fan might be the worst thing in pro, pro sports. <laughs> it's got to be. They Has suck. Be. Yeah, they're They've always been. They're terrible. Now, it shouldn't even have been a game, as close a game as it was. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Brown dropped three balls. One was a guaranteed yeah, touchdown. Yeah. I mean, the dude, he was so bad yesterday. He couldn't catch a cold. He was standing up naked on Mount Everest <laughs> eating a, eating a uh, uh, peppermint patty. Yeah, I like peppermint patty. That's how bad he was yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But and and Sammy Watkins about blew the game because he tried to fight for an extra yard with of 15 course. seconds left. Yeah, like, who are you? What makes you think like you can get an extra yard? Just go down, get out of bounds. <laughs> yep, uh, Justin Tucker, one of my winners. Both LA teams. I do have the Chargers one of my winners. Um, so. Chargers going into Kansas City. Man, Dolphins screwed up not taking Justin Herbert. He's a stud. Yeah, I wish the Dolphins would have taken him. Darn it. Of, of course, the guy who was the for sure number five pick, everyone said Dolphins should not take Justin Herbert, should take Tua Tungavailoa. The exact opposite happens to them like it always does. Uh, but them going into Kansas City and yeah. winning that game, absolutely huge. Uh, Rams blowing out the defending Super Bowl Rams are good. Uh, Stafford's never beat candidate. They might be the best team in the NFL Stafford's right now. good, man. Three weeks in. He's real good. Yeah. So. Reasons? Any, any reasons that Kansas City fans should be a little worried? Um, could have lost Week One. They, they could easily be on three. I think they're having a Super Bowl hangover a little bit, but little, uh, I still think yeah. they're, they're too um, good not to make the playoffs. First time under five hundred since two thousand fifteen. Yeah. I think odds. I, I would say the odds are greater that they win the division I, than they don't. I agree. Um, but I mean, the defense is not good. Um, they just. I, I don't know. Maybe the shine's kind of worn off a little bit. I, I mean, so, I, I know no. I'm sick of them. I don't even like Patrick Mahomes anymore, and I used to really like I him. I think that division's the best in football. It's yeah. I NFC mean, West is good too. All all four teams. Like I mean, Chiefs are one and two, but I think they're still the best I team do in the too. division. I do too. I mean, Raiders are playing better than anyone probably yep. besides the L.A. Rams. I mean, Denver's three and zero. Chargers are two and one. Yeah. Um, it's a really good division. Yeah, absolutely. Who's your other winner? The Bills. They're talking about man. one of the best teams yep. in football. They shellacked a really good defense. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen is so good. So good. 
unbelievably yeah, good. He's ridiculous. That's also just the Dolphins luck. That's another one that John Elway could have had out number five, but he wasn't interested. I remember a lot of people did not want him because he was uh, not that good yeah. at Wyoming. I know. Yeah. Green Bay Packers. That was a solid win. Down one. 37 seconds left. I Their think fans it was. Knew, knew better not to panic after Zero week timeouts. One. Zero timeouts. Yep. Um, and Aaron Rodgers does what he does best. Devontae you, Adams, the best wide receiver in football. He can easily make that case. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know who would be better. And honestly, Devontae's been probably one of the top guys for pretty good. three or four yeah. years now. Um, but Green Bay Packers are my last winner. Losers. Chicago Bears. <laughs> we didn't expect them to win at Cleveland. Yeah. We expect them to at least get yeah. 100 yards. Nine sacks, I think it was. Nine or ten sacks Pitiful. they gave up. Pitiful. <laughs> Pitiful. Uh, Justin Fields, six for 20. Their net passing was minus, or was one total yard. Time for Matt Nagy to go. Yep. It was. I was. Like in five weeks. Saying he should have been gone after last season. They got hot at the end of the year. I don't think the players like him. They're not listening to him. I mean, when your third-string quarterback, Nick Foles, uh, mouths and gets caught on camera, the offense just isn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, Opens up. This is now four years or three years um, of Matt Nagy calling plays where it has not worked. He needs to, at the very least, relinquish those duties. He he speaks in cliches after the yep. game too. Have to kind of Daryl Hazel's it have to like a film. See what today he said: uh, Dalton Fields or Foles, yep. either any of them could start this week. N- nothing like leaving your team in the yep. balance there. Yep, yeah, it's pathetic. Pittsburgh Steelers—they're on my list too. Um, losing at home to Cincinnati. Cincinnati hadn't won in Pittsburgh Cincinnati. in a long time. Good win for uh, Cincinnati. They're two and one. Uh, Big Ben starting to see some cracks mm-hmm. in the foundation. They look so good week one against uh, Buffalo. This reminds me of what the Giants were trying to do with Eli. The guy signs for a little less than he could have mm-hmm. somewhere else. They're trying to relive the glory days one more year. Just yep. not working. The offensive line is brutal. Uh, I saw a stat today. Najee Harris has been hit behind the line of scrimmage more than any other running back in the NFL so far. 70% of his carries, he's been hit behind the line of scrimmage so far. Um, they're in trouble. Yeah. And it's only three weeks in. Yep. Uh, another loser. Seattle Seahawks. They are on my list. They've as lost well. two in a row. Last week they lost in overtime to the Titans at home. And they go to the Vikings, who neither of us mm-hmm. really thought they were a good team. It can be a tough place to play, and they get beat pretty easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a tough they're division. One and two. You're already one and two in yeah. that division with two teams that are already three and zero. Oh, and I think San Francisco's solid. They probably yep. it's getting time where you almost want a quarterback change there because Jimmy G hasn't been that good. Oh, he, was, he was okay last night. Yep. Uh, my last loser, New England Patriots, had a chance at home. And just got whooped by a Saints team that got absolutely murdered last week. I can't wait to see Tom Brady carve them up. It's gonna Sunday night. It's gonna happen Sunday night. Can you imagine how loud that place? He's is gonna, gonna be? pass Drew Brees for the all-time uh, yardage record yeah, over in 80, New England. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts how yeah. that all worked out. Yeah, I feel kind of nasty rooting for Tom Brady, <laughs> but I just like him better than I do Bill Belichick. Uh, yeah. Um, the NL East, or NL East, man, have baseball. In the that makes me show. feel better that you at least screwed up a little bit <laughs> the, there. The uh, AFC East uh, is the Bills, and that's about it right now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Moving on to pick them. Tanner won the belt again. That will, uh, we're just going to go right past that, not even acknowledge. You might as well just say, uh, just have, I, I can cut that and just insert it you know for what? the rest of the season. You were hot at the beginning of last year, and then I got hot at the end. You did. And I uh, ended you up did. winning. You did. This is New Year. <coughs> Thursday night, back-to-back number one quarterbacks mm-hmm. taken are playing each other. Jacksonville Jaguars travels to the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are seven and a half point favorites. Give me the Bengals and give me eleven. I have the Bengals for nine. Um, Jamar Chase. After looks, all that, looks solid, man. After all that talk of him not being able to catch the football, caught two touchdowns yesterday. Uh, looks like it looks like a pretty dang good pick. Mm-hmm. The 0-3 Indianapolis Colts travel to the banged-up Miami Dolphins. I hate this matchup because this is tough for me to pick. It's a coin flip. Sorry, Josh. I'm going with the Colts right. for three. And uh, I don't like it. I don't like that I did that. Dolphins are a point-and-a-half favorite uh, right now. Uh, Dolphins shouldn't have even been in the game yesterday at the end, and they somehow found a way to score with two seconds left and get the uh, two-point conversion to tie it and then lost in overtime. Uh, I'm taking the Dolphins for three. Um, I just it, it's a coin flip, and I'm yeah. taking the home team pretty much. We could see it fired up J Man on Twitter because he does not like the Colts. I don't like the Colts. Um, I think the Dolphins' defense will do enough to keep them yeah. in the game. 
this the offense has been the second worst offense in football in every statistical category behind the Chicago Bears. Colts are or almost, just ahead of the I'm back Bears. up against their backs up against the wall. If yep. they don't win this, they they're looking desperate. at an 05, 0 and 5 um, start, and and their some of their players are breaking too. Yeah, so. uh, it's it's an interesting matchup. Jacoby Brissett facing his former team. Um, Jacoby Brissett four point four yards per drop back yesterday. That's not fun. Awful. Washington football team travels to Atlanta. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like my pick or points for this at all. I'm taking the Falcons for eight, and I don't know why. I'm taking the Falcons as well, but only for two. Yeah, I don't um, know why I put eight on that. Washington's that point and a half favorites. Ah, uh, man, that's a uh, that's a terrible matchup. <laughs> yeah, I, that that is a game that I will not watch a second of. Nope. I can guarantee you that one. One of the largest spreads I have ever seen on an NFL game is happening when the Houston Texans travel to Buffalo. Yeah, that's I guarantee it's both of our 16-pointers, Buffalo. Yep, yep, yep. Buffalo 17-point favorites. Yep. Detroit Lions at 0-3 should have won, except for Jason Tucker. <laughs> Travels to Put on a shirt. the terrible Chicago Bears. Uh, Bears are our three-point favorites, though. Um, Give me the Lions for seven. Dude, I have the Lions for six, <laughs> so we're right on the money. Um, Bear fans are going to hate us. I just – the Bears are bad. I mean, the Lions have been close. They, like, they have They been. show some yeah. life. Um, I mean, they shouldn't have – well, like I said, Hollywood Brown couldn't – yeah, I already said my statement about yeah, him. They, um, it's getting ugly in Chicago with how bad the offensive line was and then Matt Nagy just being a terrible play caller for one. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Carolina at three and zero travels to Dallas. It looks like Carolina's going to get some more defensive back help. It looks like they're going to acquire C.J. Henderson mm-hmm. from the Jaguars. So that's, he needed a change of scenery. There. Yeah, put him with uh, Horn back there. That could be a J.C. Horn might be out for the rest of the year though. He broke his foot in three spots. Didn't see that. Yep. Maybe that's on, why they're going to get him on that Thursday night. Yep. Um, I didn't watch any of that game. So give me. I know the Cowboys play tonight, and this could influence my pick. But give me the Cowboys for nine. I have the uh, Dallas Cowboys for 14. You like the Cowboys. Um, I don't like the Cowboys. You but like them and pick them. I, th- I think they're solid. Uh, they are four-point favorites. Cleveland Browns travel to the Minnesota Vikings. This was a tough one to pick, mm-hmm. but I'm taking the Browns for six. I have the Browns for eight. Cleveland is two-point favorites on the road. Um, coin flip, though, although our point totals do not suggest it's a coin flip. No. <laughs> Worst team in football, New York Giants travel to New Orleans. New Orleans home opener? Um, technically, it's finally yeah, finally yeah. in Superdome. Yeah. Give me the Saints for fourteen. You see, the Superdome was on fire last week. Yeah, the what roof, the heck? I don't know what happened. Something's <laughs> always wrong with that building. But it's Kanye. Uh, Kanye's still in the basement. Probably still living yeah, in the basement. Right, so, give me the Saints for fourteen. Uh, I have the Saints for twelve. Tennessee Titans travels to probably the second worst team in the NFL. Coincidental? Not coincidentally, they are in New York as well, or New Jersey, technically. Yeah. Uh, to uh, the New York Jets. It's just not getting easier for Zach Wilson. Give me the Titans for fifteen. I have Titans for 13. Uh, Titans are seven and a half point favorites. I think they get it done pretty easily. Kansas City Chiefs travel to Philadelphia, who play tonight. This will be an interesting one. Uh, Chiefs are second, six and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Chiefs for 10, even though they're one and two. I have the Chiefs for 10 as well. I think they've lost two straight games since the last time they've done that. Um, it's and, been, a, I'm sure it's been a minute. And glad to see Andy Reid's okay. Yeah, he's uh, out of the hospital. Uh, Chiefs for 10. Uh, game of the year to date, the Arizona Cardinals travel to Los Angeles to face the Rams. This could be a fun one. Rams are six-point favorite. Give me the home team, the Rams for four. I have the Rams for one. Uh, this will be a really, really, really good matchup, and mm-hmm. I am very much looking forward to it. The disappointing one and two Seattle Seahawks travel to Santa Clara to face the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, I was big on San Fran in our picks. I think I only had them losing mm-hmm. one or two games, so I got to stick with that. Give me San Fran, but only for two. I have Seattle for four. Uh, just. You don't see Seattle lose three straight games very often. Um, not a believer in Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Baltimore Ravens snuck one out on yeah, uh, yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> Travel to the Maha City. Yeah, the Ravens have been three close games. I think this will be a close one. Uh, Lamar could give Denver's defense a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Denver's defense is playing really well. I know they're 3-0. All three teams don't have a win. They've played arguably the worst teams in the league. Got to play who's on their schedule now. It gets tough sure. for Denver. Uh, my heart's going with Denver, but only for a point. <laughs> Denver one-point favorites. Yeah, I don't um, know how, but. The three teams Denver's played 0-9 combined. That's what I said. And, and they, they, look, awful. they look like the three worst teams yes. in the NFL. Um, I think I, I will go on record and say I believe Denver is legitimately pretty good. 
Um, I think they're in for a little bit of a rude awakening this week. Injuries are starting to pile up for them, too. Mm-hmm. K.J. Hamler, who was Judy's replacement, out for the year. The so. curse. It's the curse. <laughs> yep. I have Baltimore for seven. Uh, although I think it's a coin flip as well. I just had to put a point total on, and that was about the last one I did. Pittsburgh travels to Green Bay, and it doesn't get easier for Pittsburgh. Taking the Packers for 12. I have Green Bay for 11. Packers are six and a half point favorites. Tampa Bay, as we mentioned earlier, Tom Brady coming back to New England for the first time. Bill Belichick said, I think today, that uh, Tom Brady had his choice and he chose the better option for him. It's not that we didn't want him. I'm going with the Buccaneers for 13. I have Tampa Bay for 15. Um, mm. Tampa Bay is six and a half point favorites. I just don't think Mac Jones will be able to put up enough points. Mm-hmm. Then Monday night, a really, really, really good matchup here. The LV yeah. Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. Travel to Car Inglewood. God, they're not in Carson City anymore. Uh, to face the LA Raiders Chargers. Raiders will probably have more fans there than the Chargers. Yep. I'm taking the Chargers for five. Man, I I had the Chargers winning, uh, but I switched it at the last it's second. It's a coin flip. It is, and I have I have Raiders for five. So I Ugh. think uh, I think it'll be a good matchup, though. I'm I think the Raiders are good. I know. Um, I could see them starting to wake up a little bit, though. I hope. They about did yesterday. I hope. Uh, that's all we got for picking. Why don't you remind everybody who this podcast is brought to you by, J-Man? This episode is brought to you by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle. focuses on freshness and quality. The Damn Landing, uh, you can, with their delicious food, uh, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Mantle and their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the Damn Landing is a place to be located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. And this episode is also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focused on bringing true quality products and experience to the everyday golfer like the J-Man and myself and most of our listeners and viewers. Built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available in the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find these products and more along with hats, different repair tools, ball markers at circle15golf.com. And I realize we haven't done the on this day segment Ooh, yet today. I, have to I rifle through. am going to try to read this as fast as I can. Um, <laughs> uh, had a lot to cover this week. Yes, we did. Um, let's see here. On this day, 1923, New York Yankee legend Lou Gehrig hit his first of his 493 home runs. Pretty good one. Um, pretty, pretty good. Let's see. Pretty, Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, on this day, 1942, New York Giants beat the Washington Redskins 14-7 to without making the first down. Ooh, Don't see that happen. On this day, 1961, Sandy Koufax set an NL strikeout season record at 269. He retired really early, or we'd be talking about him as maybe the greatest pitcher ever. On this day, 1973, Nolan Ryan struck out 16 batters in 11 innings for a record 383 uh, in a season. Back then, it was record, at least. Maybe that's been, been broken. On this day, 1983, Tim Raines was the first since Ty Cobb to steal 70 and drive in 70 runs. Timmy. Uh, let's see here. On this day, 1992, the L.A. Dodgers, for the first time in history, clinched last place. Oh, and I miss those days. On this day, in 2005, the Atlanta Braves clinched their 14th straight <laughs> division title thanks to Philadelphia's loss to the New York Mets. On his day in 2008, Greg Maddox won his final start of his career, which was the 355th start for the Mad Dog. Legend. And the Honest Day segment is brought to you by Performer Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company, picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company today by giving them a call at 574-210-3815. Lamar Jackson has the second most wins through 40 career starts uh, since the NFL merger. Three guys have more, all tied with 32. Can you name those three? Oh, man. 32 out of their first 40? Yep. Now I'm not as confident. Three really good quarterbacks, though. I know. Now, now I'm not as confident in one of my guys, though. First 40 career starts. They've won 32. No. Man, this is hard. It's a tough question. Quarterbacks, there's so many good ones. 
So many good ones. Uh, Tom Brady? Nope. I'll give you two more guesses. Get a par. Ben Roethlisberger. No. He was one because he won. <laughs> he lost like one start in a year and a half. Uh, yeah. No. Kurt Warner? Yep, he's one of them. He was the one I didn't think you'd get. Of course. Montana? No. Give him to me. Mahomes. I wasn't even thinking him. Dan Marino was the other one. I thought of Dan right away, but I'm like, I don't think the Dolphins were very good early on. His they career. were, of course, they were good. They went to the Super Bowl Shut his up. second year. Shut so. up! Shut up! I got the title. Shut up! Uh, you are I'm still three strokes that. behind. That hurts. Hey, and congratulations to the U.S. Ryder Cup team for bringing the cup back, dominating yeah, Europe. Yeah, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka got along. They're hugging it out. They're friends again. Uh, Look at that. We'll Look what the Ryder Cup can do. So wrap us up, J-Man, for episode Thanks 254. for watching the Tan and J-Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network. We will be back at it next month with another episode. Have a great week, everybody.